Hey guys, Matt Haycox here, and welcome to another episode of the Matt Haycox Daily Podcast. Today, I'm going to be reading from one of my recent newsletters, and I'm going to be giving you five top tips to triple your income in less than 90 seconds. Well, that's at least a subject line of the uh, of the email newsletter anyway. And if you aren't already subscribed to my email newsletter, then please make sure you do. There'll be a link to it in the notes of this podcast, or you can jump on my social media, jump on my website, and you'll always find a little subscribe box on there. Make sure you do. I give you all my best information every Friday. I write a column myself where I tell you all about what I've been up to, the mistakes I've made, the things I've learned, and the things that you can learn too. So let's get on with it. One of my favorite activities in the world has to be taking a sauna. I mean, I just love it so much. And my apartment in Dubai is really coming closer to completion now. And the bit that I'm loving the most is that we've got our own finished sauna in the master bedroom. And every morning after I've been to the gym, I have a good hour in and out, mixing it up with a couple of cold showers. I've also actually just ordered an ice bath, which will be fitted on my balcony very soon. And then I am totally sorted. Now, I'm not a believer in morning routines. You know, I, I tend to find that there's a real long list of things that people think they should be doing, almost superstitiously, to ensure success. You know, people always want to know what's Elon Musk doing in the morning. You know, what's Tony Robbins doing in the morning. You know, what are their routines? Because they want to copy it because they think that is going to make them successful. But listen, the Elon Musks, the Tony Robbinses of the world, they're not successful because of their morning routines. They're just successful people because they're successful for many other reasons. Their morning routine just happens to be what it is. But what you get is all these lazy people out there who are looking for quick fixes, and they don't want to put in the work, and they think that they can substitute years and years of learning, of hard work, of stress, for 15 minutes in a cold pool, 30 minutes meditation, or whatever it is you know, that these guys are doing, and that riches will be guaranteed. If you have a plan, if you're a vociferous learner, if you do the work, no matter how shitty that work is, then that will guarantee you success. And it really, really is that simple. Now, look, that said, I do like to go to the gym in the morning. I do like to have a sauna in the morning, and I find that that sets me up for the day. But that isn't the reason I'm successful. And I'm also conscious that time in the sauna is time taken away from getting work done. Because ultimately, you need maximum time to get the work done. So when I'm in the sauna, I like to double it up and I'll do a, I'll multitask when I'm in there as much as I can possible. I make calls. By the way, if anyone, I, I always say to people when I'm making calls in the sauna, they're like, how are you making calls in the sauna? Does your phone not heat up? I put my AirPods in and I leave my phone outside the sauna door. So listen, if you take nothing else away from this, that is your top tip of how to um, how to make calls in the sauna. But look, yeah, I make calls, I listen to podcasts, and I have a lot of quality thinking time in there as well to get my head around various issues that I'm struggling with at the time. But I've also now added a new task. I actually make some morning content for social media whilst I'm in the sauna. I've been calling it my sauna sessions. It's a 90-second sauna power strategy session. It's 90 seconds because that's the maximum length of an Instagram reel, and it forces me to give as much actionable information as possible in the shortest possible time. Although I have to say, I did subsequently realize after I started doing this that I can actually just post videos on Instagram that are longer than 90 seconds, as long as I don't set it up as a reel. But it's just that they don't have the functionality of the reel. But I do actually like the pressure of trying to be as efficient as possible, of trying to keep it tight. So we're going to stick with these 90 seconds. So this is my also my cue to remind me, if you're not following me on social media, then make sure you do now, please. Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you'll get me on all of those. I post daily. Make sure you don't miss out on my stories, my advice, 
my no holds barred behind the scenes views on what really goes on in the world of business and how you can shortcut your way to avoiding the mistakes that I've made and follow what really works. So what did I talk about this week in the sauna? Five simple and actionable tactics and strategies that will generate you a rapid ROI immediately. Number one, we talked about finding and connecting with the people that you want to on LinkedIn. Now, actually finding the people that you want to connect with is often one of the hardest parts of networking. You know these people are out there, but you don't know where. I always say that a really simple rule is that you should always behave online the same way that you would behave offline. Now, this simple logic applies when looking for future contacts too. If you wanted to meet people in, for example, the aerospace industry in real life, what would you do? You'd find someone who was already in it and you'd ask them for some introductions, as undoubtedly they would know lots of other people in the airline industry too, or in the aerospace industry too. And then you'd ask those introductions for further introductions. Well, you can use a similar strategy online. Go onto LinkedIn and click on the profile of someone who you know is already in a space where you want to connect with people in that space. Have a look at their latest posts and see who's been liking them or commenting on them. And if you actually start to look at the profiles of these people, then they will usually be the people that they're connected with and they are very, very likely to be in the same or a similar industry. And therefore you can then reach out and connect to these people. Very simple. And look, anything I tell you, I do this stuff myself. I mean, literally the other week, I was on um, a financial advisor's post looking through, and obviously he knows other financial advisors. I'm always trying to build relationships with financial advisors because I want to get into their clients, you know, to get investment funds from them. And, uh, you know, I, I found some great connections just by looking through the posts. So nothing I ever tell you is not something I don't do every single day. Next, top tip number two from the second day in the sauna. Volume solves all your problems. Now, I have never known a successful person to do too little, and I have never known an unsuccessful person to do too much. If you're not getting the results you want, then you need to take a look at the output that you are putting in. If you've got a plan and you attack it with maximum volume, then I really truly believe that you can't fail to be successful. Now, I can't guarantee you're going to become a billionaire, or I can't guarantee that you're going to become the next David Beckham, but you will achieve levels of success in your chosen field that beat 99% of your peers. Because I guarantee you, they won't be doing the work. Cold calling, door knocking, doing extra press-ups in the gym, outreach on Instagram, building a sales pipeline, lining up potential new employees, whatever it is, do more of it. Because the formula is volume plus consistency equals results. Number three, this is a great one to double your productivity by having shorter meetings. Now, look, I hate wasted time and I hate people asking me how my weekend was when I answered the phone on a Monday morning. And I seriously hate the 10 days that people spend at the beginning of January talking about what they did on New Year's Eve. If you ever call me, that kind of stuff is banned. But the best way to avoid small talk, the best way to avoid bullshit and wasted time is to not allow time for it in the first place. I'm sure you tend to find that meetings expand according to the amount of time that is planned for them. If you make an hour for a meeting, then that meeting will last for an hour. If you book a day for a meeting, maybe an off-site meeting or something, then it will expand and last for the day. So this may sound oversimple, but I guarantee you it works. You just need to allow less time for these meetings, and you'll then force yourself to make everything happen in the time that you've allocated. And this even applies, especially applies to Zoom meetings. People just naturally seem to book an hour in for Zoom meetings. I mean, I think it's like a, a calendar default on Gmail and stuff. And then what you find is people sit in these meetings just talking absolute shit on the call because they know that they've got plenty of time left that they can get the work done in later. 
So just don't allow it. Instead of an hour, book 30 minutes. If you normally do 30 minutes, book 15 minutes. Just start halving the time, and I guarantee you that 90% of your meetings will still achieve all that you need to achieve in them, and you've just doubled your productivity. Top tip number four from the sauna from the other week. Networking and relationship building success comes from focus. Now, I saw a message in a WhatsApp group the other day, and it said, hey, does anyone need medical insurance? Now, you wonder why people give networking a bad name. A comment like that isn't networking, it's just scattergun desperation. If you want success in networking, if you want success in relationship building and selling, then you need focus. You need to identify your potential relationships whom you've selected for a clear reason. You need to reach out to get their attention. You need to build the relationships. You need to add value and you then need to make a sale. Running around desperately asking anyone you see if they want your product isn't hustling. It's just stupid. I always like a good analogy, and here we go. Think of this like dating. Would you just post some random message out to people saying, hey, does anyone fancy a shag? Of course you wouldn't, because the only people who would likely respond, if anyone, would be people that you absolutely wouldn't want to have sex with. What you need to do is you need to find that 10 out of 10 girl who isn't just smoking hot, but she's also got similar interests and similar values to you. You need to reach out to her privately. You need to send her flowers. You need to send her funny messages. You know, drown her in attention. Keep doing more and more and more until you've got her attention. And then ask her on a date and close her. And it's exactly the same in business. Whatever your business is, whatever product you're selling, focus is where the big money's at. Number five, top tip from the sauna last week. Never ask a question where the answer could be no. Now, this is a really simple but great technique when selling to keep friction to a minimum and make it more likely to get what you want. And again, let's apply a dating analogy. If you call a girl and say, hey, do you want to go for dinner with me on Friday? And it's very, very easy for her to get out of it and just simply say, no, sorry, I'm busy. Now, let's imagine rephrasing this and say this. Hey, I'm going to take you for dinner on Friday. I've booked us a table at this really great new Italian restaurant. Should I pick you up at 8.30 or would you prefer to meet me there? Just look, listen to that whole framing. It's so much more difficult to get out of it, right? You know, When you ask someone a question where the answer could be no, it's just so easy for them to say no and it's so easy for you to accept no. But the way I phrased that then, she can't just go no. I mean, okay, look, she could get out of it, but it's, it just puts a lot more friction to be able to say no. And it's exactly the same in your business. If you ask a question like, for example, would you be open for a meeting, then it's not going to get you the likely results that you want. You need to reframe it and never allow no to be an acceptable answer to the question that you're asking. So there you go. Five short and simple tips, all read from one of last week's newsletters. Every one of those tips I spoke about in the sauna last week, and every one of them is something that I apply, something that really, really works in real life examples in business, whatever your business is. Hey, listen, if you've got a tip, a trick, or some kind of productivity hack that you want to share, send it to me. Send me an email, message me on, on LinkedIn or Instagram or any other social media about it, and I will try and include it in a future newsletter. I'll include it in a future podcast. I'll talk about it in the sauna, and I'll even give you a little credit and shout out. Hope you enjoyed that. I'll see you again in a future podcast episode.